Welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker's Studio. I'm here with Michelle. Hello. And we're at the Quintero House. Yeehaw. And oh, yes. Juan, our producer, has been working all day on a, a walkway for the patio out here. Yes. Looks very nice. Pallets, man. <laughs> They're pain in the ass to find, but once yeah. you get them, you can do wonders with them. We were driving around town looking for pallets for like weeks. So, so far yeah. it looks pretty. It good. looks it yeah. looks really nice. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like the the work is worthwhile. Some, yeah. You guys have some pallets somewhere? Send them. <laughs> Send them our way, Quintero household, or you can just drop them off by the Black Orchid Lounge. So, so today we're we're doing a lot of beer. We've got a lot of bombers here from Jester King and from. Oh yeah, that's from my private stash. Yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. And we're we're here with. A frequent barfly and a person you might see at the Black Orchid Lounge or Ode or Block Table and Tap. We're here with Michael Nevarez. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? There you go. Woo! That's, That's how you awesome. do. That's how right, you Michael? do. <laughs> That's how I do. That's how you do. So can, All you, right. can you tell us about yourself, Michael? My name is Michael Nevarez. Uh, Ralph pretty much told you everything of, that there is to know about me. I am a resident drunk. Get closer. There you go. Yes. Resident drunk at Black Orchid Lounge. You can also find me at Ode. And I work at Azar Nut Company in the micro lab, making sure your nuts are safe. So cool. if you like the nuts at Black Orchid. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Those mm. are Michael's nuts. nuts. Those are Michael's nuts. Mm, enjoy salty. Michael's salty nuts. Inspected individually. <laughs> but enjoy them and know that you they're, they're safe. They're safe. Absolutely. No, and no they're always fresh. No disease. Yeah. No germs. Exactly. On Michael's nuts. Many yeah. quality control points on all those. They're clean. <laughs> they're very clean <laughs> Make yes. sure they're clean. That's my all job. All right. Well, we said we have Jester King. We got one, two, three, four. Four Jester Kings Ooh. and oh. one from five, uh, five Stone. Ooh. Yeah, Five Stones. Five Stones. Five Stones. Yes. That's what I never Just heard one. before. Yeah, this was from one of some of our trips to Austin and... Uh, this one right here, the first one, and I'm going to pour, and it's going to sound so nice, like. Mmm. Don't you want some of that? That just sounds oh. amazing. And this one right here is Le Petit Prince, or Prince, or whatever. I don't know. It's got just, a picture of. I haven't of talked French in a while. Voldemort. It has a picture bar. of, yeah, it looks like Voldemort made a. Like Kid with Michael Jackson. Yeah, like an alien baby. Yeah. Blonde hair. And this is uh, batch number 12 from May 28th, 2014. So this is a couple years old, and I can tell, like, it's really good, but it lost a couple of its qualities. So maybe I shouldn't age him for that long. Yeah, but I love this one. This is a uh, farmhouse table beer. What's, uh, uh, what's a farmhouse? Farmhouse? Mm-hmm. You, you go ahead and tell them if you know so much. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's what Jester <laughs> King so does. <laughs> I know, she put me in the spot. I put you uh, in the just, spot. That's what Jester King does. They they use um, wild yeast to do their beers. And um, they, they're they sitting on a farm outside Austin, Texas. And uh, they actually, I don't know, do you, you say cultivate the yeast? Right. Or? Well, yeah, pretty much. Since it's an open fermentation, you know, you get wild yeast in the air, which pretty much come from anywhere and everywhere and it collects the 
amazingness, I guess, of the area. So we're tasting the, Austin. The flavor right of the area. Yeah, you're going to be tasting Austin right there. Yeah, and this is one of like their staple beers. It's very basic um, farmhouse table beer. It has Hill Country well water, malted barley, malted mm. wheat, hops, farmhouse yeast, wild yeast from the Texas Hill Country, native souring bacteria. Ooh, so there bacteria. you go. Usually, usually it's a little bit more sour. Mm. I think the sour is almost gone. Yeah, yeah, the sour is kind of me. Well, I think that would be pretty good also for people who aren't very acclimated to the sour beers. Right. This is like a good yeah, starter. Yeah, that's a good starter for and it. Of course, you're drinking a relatively old beer too, so hey, good stuff. I'm, I'm liking it though. I, I like it too. It's not that bad from 2014. Okay, that sounds like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with squirrels? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with squirrels. We love squirrels. Okay. So, so tonight, tonight it's uh, Maggie and Joko with us, our pets. Yeah, is, uh, she's here. She's here trying yeah. to figure out what all these people. What is going doing. on here? Yeah. Why are these people at the table? So talking to a yeah. Mike. <laughs> I know. So tell us more about yourself, Michael. I don't know. What do y'all want to know about me? What what uh, I guess started your journey on you know appreciating all these beers and, and the liquor and the cocktails? Oh man, hmm. that's actually a pretty good question. I don't know. I mean, I've kind of always been really interested in how things are made. I guess like how it's made is definitely one of my favorite shows of all time on oh, Discovery yeah. Channel. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very nerdy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it is kind of nerdy. I guess I that kind of tells me tells a little bit about me too. I don't know. I, I kind of I like the process and the fact that you make the initial product, the wort of the beer, and then the alcohol and everything else comes from the yeast. I mean, that's definitely a phrase from from homebrewing books: is you make the wort, the yeast makes the beer, or whatever mm-hmm. it is else that you're making. And there are so many different varieties of everything. It's basically its own world to explore. And even if you devote years and years to it, there are still diff- little niches that will be unexplored and avenues left to be opened up. So it's an ever-expanding world of beer and booze, cocktails, all that fun stuff. Cool. And actually, I think your work, like, because you work in a lab and, you know, it's a food lab. So you understand a lot of the process behind food and beer and liquor and how it's made and, you know, how it goes from being something else to actually right and I, you can drink and get i guess that's wasted. i guess yeah, <laughs> that too i guess the, the end result is pretty much what i'd be interested in going for <laughs> yeah but i guess you know working at a food plant really gets you in the mindset of quality control points you know making sure that mm-hmm. yeah. sorry, go yeah. on i'm sorry okay go on but I mean, I don't know. Um, making sure that you're making quality product every single time with, uh, I don't know, the, the same quality every time, I guess. Consistent. Know. Consistency, and that's it. Even though your your product's changing in a sense, like how it comes in. Right. I mean, mm, I'm not entirely certain about that, really, because you're trying to, you're kind of trying to control as many factors as possible to make sure that there's little differentiation in the finished product. Mm. Beers like this, that's why they're marked. 2.9%. That's cute. 2.9%? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Less than a Bud Light. <laughs> now, that's what's interesting about farmhouses, too, is because it uses the wild yeast, it's going to differ from place to place, even though you're making the exact same wort and 
but fermenting it at different places. You're going to get flavors from Austin, and it's going to be completely different than if you make it here in El Paso, mm -hmm. which is kind of what Ode's doing, I think, right? They have a, at, at UTEP, they have microbiologists harvesting yeast, or at least they were harvesting yeast from neighborhoods, and they're going to make a nice farmhouse beer that's with awesome. flavors of El Paso. That's really awesome. Well, that's mm. really interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So we could have a segundo farmhouse <laughs> ale. Farmhouse ale. Chico Stacos farmhouse ale. Yeah. From the hood. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Specs will be the answer to where the hood at. We can always have some uh, Loretto <laughs> High School farmhouse yeast. <laughs> Can you imagine all those girls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went there. <laughs> because didn't you hear about that beer they were making with that? Like, or bread or vagina bread or something? Oh, like, oh. Like, hey, no it's way. yeast. That's, I wouldn't try that. You're not wrong. I would try it. I thought they, were, they made <laughs> bread, and I don't know if they were making a beer. No, no, I don't know. but I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try it. Why? What do you mean, why? Like... Some more people's yeast. Oh, so if I beer. were to make a bread, you would definitely eat that. I can only imagine that they would call it, like, Pat's beer. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're like, he's so red right now. <laughs> he's getting there. Doesn't okay. Stone have a beer made from, like, beard bacteria? What? What? I think someone I don't know. Does. We're going to have to call Carl and ask. I don't know. Anyways, well, I mean, speaking about you know yeast colonies coming from weird places, I know that the original wine used to come from basically the village virgins who would chew up grapes and then spit them into a big. Dude, vat. I do the same thing with that Peruvian that? Yeah. drink. Yeah. Like, ugh, that's disgusting. Interesting. Ew. And it's like keeping tradition alive. I don't remember the name of that Peruvian stuff, and it's just like, ugh. No. I'm, I'm nah, very dude. curious. You know nah. that Dogfish makes a batch every so often. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dogfish head makes a batch. And they actually chew it. Remember. They yeah. chew it and spit it? Yeah. yeah. People at the office chew it for like a week. They collect it. All the chew. I can just imagine them chewing like cows, chewing their cud. Mm -hmm. I saw, I saw like a little <laughs> documentary about that. So they actually went around the office and tasted Taste, like tested people to see who had the correct. So like, it's like let's not stuff. brush our teeth for like a couple <laughs> of weeks. You're gonna be chewing. You're gonna be chewing and spitting. You really want to mm -hmm. make that powerful, right. and strong. You, you, yeah, you. Now this beer is the HR department. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, Juan, you did some research on Jester King, and I know that you and I have been there for a couple of times now. Three, four times. I don't it is, know. It is a beautiful farm outside Austin. I, that's what I was saying. That um, and we love Jester King. Yeah, we. we whenever you go over there, it's, you always have a great time. Uh, they have food. They have a fantastic pizza. Mm. Um, they have cows. They, probably. I mean, I've never seen cows there. No, probably not in the farm, but I'm sure some of the yeast went through cows and <laughs> like somehow ended up. Yeah, it's really nice. I can totally picture drunken hay rides, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't which probably lead to many rolls in the hay. Uh, hey, 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 hey. No. Nah, nah, but it's, it's an awesome <laughs> place. Um, a beautiful farm. I really you get like a it. tour of their brewery. You mm -hmm. get to buy stuff, taste the beer. You get samples. It's so a lot you can of fun. Buy the 
beer and that's drink the best it. part. Super fresh beer is amazing. Mm. Mm. Or, or a nice pizza. Eat it. Yeah. You you're in pizza. I think you're hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. All right. Well, Michael. Yes, ma'am. Here we go. Okay. What historical figure would you like to have a drink with and why? And it, hang on. What okay. would you You're going to say Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Uh, dead or alive. And it can be two of them. Two historical figures? Yeah, sure. Drinks. Have a threesome. Everybody's been having oh, threesomes okay. lately. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Abraham Lincoln just immediately pops into mind just yeah. because, I mean, hey, who doesn't want to drink with Abe Lincoln? Honest Abe. I don't know. Maybe Benjamin Franklin also. I mean, he's he's a player too. Benji. So, hey, you know, mm. roll with the best. Okay, cool. <laughs> Why? Just... Because they're the best. Because they're the best. Hundred dollar bill and I mean, pretty much you know one of the founders of our country too and freaking badass. It comes to ladies apparently from. Whoa! Wow. I know. Watch out, Juan. That's over carbonation, and Maggie's gonna get drunk. Maggie. Maggie's drinking it. Okay, Juan is trying. He just opened a bottle of uh, dichotomous. Dichotomous. And I think it's over carbonated because it's just nonstop. And it's falling on the ground, and Maggie is drinking it. Maggie. Yeah. Chug, dog. Chug, Good Chug. girl. Jesus Christ. Keep, keep, keep going, Michael. I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. You Just might like want to the go there because I want to have a drunk dog here. So what would you drink with these presidents? <laughs> I'd probably share some cocktails with them, of like David Wondrich's invention or I guess even his discoveries and stuff. I mean, if I hadn't said uh, – Benjamin Franklin, I would have said David Wondrich, but you know he's still. Oh yeah, here, cool so. dude. Yeah, I definitely. So who is that? David Wondrich is one this of the bartender, mixologist. Has written a couple of books, Historian. Imbibe and Punch. Right. Yeah, and he, he's uh, the he's with the Bar Smarts crew. He's basically like the big name in cocktail history. He, yeah, you know, he's written with, all the books yeah. about his, sure history behind cocktails, spirits, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing okay. and excellent at the same time. How's that doing, Juan? Uh, Can we? Okay. Like slowing down. Yeah. There we go. So what? What Ooh. kind of beer is this? This is a Dichotomous. It's also a farmhouse ale, as any other beer from Jester King. And very carbonated. Very carbonated. I think this is the one with beets. Is this fruity at all? Because I'm like smelling fruit. It has some fruit, but obviously, not a lot of farmhouse ales. Maggie looks so fruit. happy right now. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm gonna have a drunk dog. Does it say? Yes. It should say. Okay. Give me that. Yeah. All right. Woo, it's all wet. This is <laughs> a 2015 batch number two from December 2015. Uh, man, ingredients, water, malted barley, uh, malted wheat, oats, satsuma mandarin, cinnamon, farmhouse yeast, wild yeast from Texas, Rain bacteria suitable for vegetarians and vegans. Yeah. Vegan. That's a growing market. Oh yeah, yeah. It's mandarin, mandarins and cinnamon. So wow. that sounds good. Cheers. Let's see if I can pour this exotic. properly. There we go. There you go. It is very carbonated. Oh, that's rare. It happens. It happens. Remember. We've had a couple exploding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I remember only too well. Yeah. That poor beer. That poor, poor beer that you made. 2016 and 2016. It was so good. And all of a sudden, it's just like, boom. 
I'm like, what the hell? And my cabinet was just like oblivion. Covered in beer. Covered in beer. So, anyways, let's go on, gentlemen. Mm. I guess that means I'll have to blue- brew another batch one of these days. Mm. Yeah. Let's taste it. Oh, let's this is what, tasty. What do you think? Really great smell. It is really, really good. Oh. oh. What's the smell? It's not. It's okay. um. Yeah, I pick up the mandarins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it smells tart. It's not very tart. It's kind of soapy. You tart. A bit. Which is what very common sometimes. Mm. Very, very good. Ooh. Yeah, it tastes a little soapy. Mm. Ooh. That is good. But yes, like liquid. And what's the ABV on this one? Yeah, I want to know how drunk my dog yeah, is going to get. 6.8. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> better give her some water. My. She's really it enjoying this. It was mostly this. foam, so I don't think she got that much, but still. She and I had oh, a story about uh, <laughs> the first time that I found 120. Dog page 120. Yeah, you gave a little bit to the dog. Very drunk. Oh, man. That's sad. Maggie is not a cheap date? Nope. <laughs> you better give her something good. So. What about a good butt rub? Yeah. Any girl likes right. that, right? Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Cheers. Yay. Overflowing beer. Beautiful night. It's not as hot as... Uh, it's actually, nice. yes. Yeah, it's, it's quite nice. There's a here. storm in the distance. Yeah. Falling stars. Falling stars. I saw it. Yay. Aliens. <laughs> I'm trying to find the cinnamon in this one, but not really... It's funny. not... It's not... Not very too no. Maybe no. just on the background, just a tiny hint of spiciness. So speaking of... Of falling stars. Mm. If you were to die, what beer, wine, or spirit would you like to come back as? Be a Manhattan man. You'd be a Manhattan Whoa. man. Whoa. <laughs> Straight up. Why? Because it's super tasty, super easy to make, very prevalent. You got bold. So you're easy uh, to make? It's got chutzpah. <laughs> it has what? It's got chutzpah. Is that a Jewish thing? I guess. It oh, is. Okay. Yiddish. Yiddish. Wow. I mean, it's super tasty. And then also, I mean, as with all cocktails, it, you can change it up just by changing the base spirit. Pretty simple to make, but so many different possibilities. Any rye in particular you would like to be made with <laughs> Manhattan Man? I don't know. I mean, right now I'm kind of in a written house mood. Okay. Just because, I mean, it's just super tasty. It's relatively inexpensive. You can buy, what, like 25 bucks at spec. So, yeah, I yeah. guess you can see I'm saying pretty cheap. And you can get that very Manhattan at the Black Orchid Lounge. Oh, there yeah. I think it changes sweet vermouth, changes up completely. You can change, actually, you can substitute the sweet vermouth for something else, like Chinar or something. Get a completely different drink altogether. You're just going to go and ask uh, Alex the bartender. There you go. Very friendly guy. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's an interesting answer. All right. What is your biggest extravagance? Extravagance? What do you mean by that? Like fanciness? Yeah, what, what do you, you enjoy? What do you spend your money on? Booze. <laughs> so that's your extravagance? <laughs> like what's like Yeah, know? pretty much. I mean it's either cocktails or beer and it really depends on the mood that I'm in that week. I go through phases, so definitely I'll go through like a cocktail phase or a beer phase. That's pretty much the only thing that I actually ever really spend all my money on. Other than delicious restaurants from around town? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you go to Block. Yeah. To Ode. 
fairly frequently. He goes to it because they have $1 taco happy hour. Well, of course, yeah. Hell it's yeah. Like the best, man. They are good. Well, what's so time tasty. Based, but it's opposite happy hour, right? Starts, starts it starts from, it's 11 to 12. 11 to 12. Mm-hmm. And they have $1 tacos. $1 tacos. 11 mm-hmm. to 12. And then, I don't actually remember how much, but it's like like 150 or two, it's like, I think it's $2, 12 ounce drinks. Short how pours. Nice. Really? Yeah. Huh. But right now, they're kind of out of a lot of their stuff. <laughs> they're out of the stuff? They ran out of their stout. Oh. So they don't have their porter anymore. So right now, all they have is their wit. They have their... Green La Gringa. La Gringa. The Weco Wit. Weco Wit. That's, that's one of my favorites. They have the Dr. Green Thumb, and then they have the mm. relatively new uh, Pickaxe Ale, which mm. is a pale. Oh, I haven't had that yet. Well, that's good. That means they're doing well. If they're low on stock. Yeah. Awesome. Do you do more research, Juan? You're holding your no, phone over there. No? Just socializing? Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess this is not that important to him anymore to be producing. <laughs> what? I, <laughs> what am I supposed to research for? Like, okay, it's it's still Jester King. It's, it's still Jester King. still 18 miles west of Austin. Yes. <laughs> People, you need to go there. And it's, this is not easy to get. That, that This is a problem. They don't really uh, send it to El Paso. So we pretty much have to go and get it for you guys. Yeah. You know, last, last time I was in Chicago, which is a week ago, and I'm going there tomorrow. You found something over there, right? Yeah, they, they had some uh, Jester Kings at Maria's. So I'm... I'm a, what? Yeah, I'm Didn't we take him some? Yeah, 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 like back in the day whenever we traveled. Maybe or maybe they talked to the... Yeah, well. No, I think, I think Jester King distributes in Chicago now. Does it? Yeah. Okay, that's your homework. I'll, yeah. I'll You're going to have to find out and confirm. What are you... Ru- are you rubbing yourself with... What, what the I'm hell? rubbing Aquaphor on my tattoo so oh. it can heal well. <laughs> Is that what they're calling it nowadays? I guess. I'm just I'm rubbing give it. myself some sexual healing. <laughs> Aquaphor <laughs> healing. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 you guys don't right. your beers? Let's open the next one. I'm still working on it, but... Go right ahead. Hmm. Yeah. Um, next we have Mad Meg, which is another one of Yester King's, obviously. Is that the one with the pirate on it? Yeah, this is the one with the Arr. pirate lady on it. Shiva me timbers. Yo, ho, yo. And this ho, is a 9.7%. Make sure you don't Ooh. give this to the dog. Okay. So we're increasingly, uh, we 2.9 to 6 to 9.7. Yeah, this is a farmhouse provision ale. Um, it has malted, barley malted, wheat, hops, farmhouse yeast, wild yeast, uh, doesn't say much, unfiltered, unpasteurized, mm. bottle conditioned ale, provision ale. So what is a provision ale? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to find out here. Dry, unspiced, highly attenuated provision ale, unique to our land in the Texas Hill Country. Yeah. That's what it says. So if it's 9.7, sounds amazing. Balsy. It will provide you a really good buzz. All right, provisional is a rough translation of the French term bière de provision, which was sometimes used to describe special beers that were suitable for extended storage and aging. Ah. Yes. Brewed so from relatively simple, straightforward simple ingredients, Mat Mag is golden color and quite strong at over 9% ABV. There you go. So it's like an IPA, the way they were... Let me Google that for you. They made it super... 
Yes. Super so bitter. I'm not done with this yet, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's usually the stronger ones that typically last pretty pretty well. Do you mind? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pouring some. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Because we have to rinse our cups. Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is good beer. You don't want to fuck it up. So, there you go. Gotta cleanse the palate as cleanse well. Cleanse the palate a little bit. That plus it doesn't hurt to drink a little bit of water. Oh, yeah, there's some Triscuit in the house. You can go get him. <laughs> I've never had Triscuit before. By the way, what? I just popped Come my on. Triscuit cherry <laughs> today. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm a Mexican. We don't need that stuff. What are you talking Ooh. about? I've never had Triscuit. It's too healthy. You know, it looks like cardboard. <laughs> hey, but it tastes delicious. It does taste See, delicious. See, you're, you're getting the fiber so it can help. Poop out all the cheese. You're That's why we eat beans, man. It looks like a flat shredded wheat, doesn't it? It does. But then you put cheese on it, and it's amazing. Exactly. Or you can have it with hummus. Yeah, hummus. that was tasty. Hummus. Ooh, that is very All right, let's see. It's super mm. sweet. <sighs> almost honey-like. <sighs> honey-like? Yeah. I... Does it have some honey? Oh, my God. Wow, this is totally different. Do you see any honey on it? It smells like It doesn't say salt, anything about honey. Remember, this is the cool thing about farmhouse sales. It's the wild yeast, you know, that's falling into the beer over there. So it can pick up anything. You know, if they have some... If they have uh, some some beehives over there making honey, you might get a couple of particles from there. Well, like, it's a lot, it's a lot from it's, the it's, pollen, It's from too. everything. It's a mm-hmm. pollen. It's everything that's, that's in the air. The, that's that's what makes it fun from. about it's just the pollen from the flowers and all the native plants, which makes it amazing. Yeah. So, there you go. A little bit of knowledge. The more you know. <laughs> this is really good. Yeah, it is good. At 9.7, we really need to eat after this. <laughs> All right, let's keep talking. Keep talking. So, Michael, what is your motto? What words do you live by? There is there's one phrase that I thought of that got me through a lot, which is basically, it'll work out. You know, no matter what you're going through, you just got to stick with it, and things will work out one way or another. It may not necessarily be the way that you intended it to, but, you know... It, it'll just it'll, things will work themselves out. You'll be able to to cope with whatever happens after that. You just gotta do the best that you can to make do with what you have, and hey, things will work out. <laughs> Persevere. It's celebration. It's a celebration, bitches. <laughs> That's another good one. Fuck That's I thought I was gonna say because <laughs> you and Carlos when you get to say it's a celebration. Uh, that's usually Carlos. Yeah, it's a celebration. Yay! Show Charlie Murphy your titties. <laughs> I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Oh. Carlos is another good friend about to open a brewery here in El Paso. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited one. about that. Are you? Except for like the longest time. He's always been saying they're putting on the finishing touches and saying in another month or two, hopefully. Open a new hey, business here in El Paso. But I guess, you know, I've never opened my own business, so I don't actually know how that goes. There's a lot of touches to finish, man. A lot of little... Touches. Yeah, little, little touches, little, touches. little details. Touching and touching, oh. and then you touch again until it's perfect, <laughs> until oh. it's finished, until they let you open. That's yeah, <laughs> little touches. All right, well, I'm gonna have a little sip, and then, on what occasion do you lie, Michael? I'll typically lie if not doing so would cause somebody else discomfort or pain. 
Because I really don't like to put people in sticky situations and in uncomfortable situations. So, I mean, I'll, I'll try and accommodate them before I'll accommodate myself. That's, that's, one, that's one of the things that I just absolutely hate. I hate the look of anguish or discomfort or displeasure in somebody else's face, knowing that something that I said or did caused them pain or discomfort. So that, that's just something that I try and avoid as best as possible. Yeah, we talked about this on our, our wine episode. Yeah. Lying to spare someone else's feelings. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. What can I say? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely there are times when it calls for that. But when that sort of discomfort will cause that person to help them grow. Yeah. Because cool. sometimes it can help them grow, and other times it's just like, it's just going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. Just like parenting, really, right? really hitting me. <laughs> just like it. Oh, this was the good one. It is yeah, strong. This is really good. And we've still got two more to we go. We got two more to go. It is hitting the spot. It is hitting the spot. Well. Maggie, is it hitting you yet? I think she's getting kinda antsy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's well. the beer. Are you drunk yet? Not yet. Nah. Nah. Let's make him chug the, the mad. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> have to chug the mad mag. I know. Yeah, because what do you do when you get drunk? I don't uh, think I've ever seen you drunk. Have we seen I'm them sure, drunk? I'm sure you've seen me drunk. Yeah, we, we, but, yeah uh, a little bit, but not like say drunk tipsy. Enough, but, uh, he it, does talk a lot when he gets tipsy. Yeah, but uh, I think it takes a lot to get drunk. Nowadays it does. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like, you, you can drink. You can drink strong drinks. Mm-hmm. And you can get tipsy and you stop talking. But I don't, I don't think you're drunk drunk. No. I mean, there are some times when I get very introverted when I'm drunk. And I know Michelle and Ralph, you've seen that. Juan, you've seen that. Mm. Quite a few other people have. Whoa. Is that... Yeah. But also, like, you know, Ralph, it's your housewarming party. You got drunk. Oh, oh I missed that. I hate that I missed that. Because <laughs> I, I heard I, stories. I heard because I didn't. I wasn't there for this. I heard you like chug some vodka. What? Is this, is this I didn't. True? I didn't chug vodka. I took some vodka shots. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just just to show them that I could. Because first of all, he brought a lot of really really nice bottles, and thank you for that. And so we were having some craft beer together. He broke his glass. Yeah, I did. I I I wasn't gonna say anything. (laughs) I did break his glass. What? what, Which kind of glass was it? It was this one. It was this one. It was a Breckenridge 471 small batch glass. My absolute favorite tulip. Very pretty glass. Beautiful. It is a gorgeous glass. And this. This is why I tell you, don't break your own glassware, dude. (laughs) Unfortunately, somebody's gonna end up breaking it. I was I was on the the patio outside, and I was a little drunk at this point. Did you decide to just toss it at the dog no, downstairs? I, <laughs> I was I was drinking it because it was a good beer too, so I wanted to drink this beer. And, and it's he's not part of this system. Uh oh! It just fell out of my hand, and I was like, "Shit!" Well, you fell too. I did fall. Mm. I fell pretty hard. <laughs> okay, so that was yeah, that was yeah. You were drunk. Then. <laughs> I hate that I missed that. 
Yeah, I just, yeah, suddenly, I don't remember, I think I was leaning over to pick something up, or I don't know what. All I remember is hitting the ground, I think my glasses went flying, and I just ended up laughing, my head off, got up, and I'm like, don't worry guys, I'm okay. (laughs) And he kind of was. Who picked you up? I picked myself up. Oh, <laughs> Ra- I thought yeah, there was Ralph some people there to, to help him. There? You guys didn't help him. You guys are mean. He didn't want help. <laughs> he didn't want help. Uh, it was it was late in the night, so it was just Michael and I and Sarah and Rachel. Uh, I think it was just Sarah actually. No, no, Sarah and Rachel. See, that's how drunk you were. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember the fourth person in the room. Yeah. Wait, Audrey was there, Andy was there. Who mm-hmm. else did you say was there? Um, I mean, the people from the east side had already left. After the, the after the landlords <laughs> came by oh. and evicted everybody. Wait, no, what? the landlords didn't evict. <laughs> no, what happened was that my my neighbor. Um, it was like it was probably really late, like the downstairs neighbor. No, the, uh, the next door. Next door. Ah oh, man. Um, she came over and pounded on my door, like pounded. Uh-oh. And she was screaming that she would call the cops, which, I mean, it's understandable. I didn't warn them that I'd be having a party. And because you didn't invite them, man. I didn't realize it would go on Were you way. that loud? It was, I guess we were. Yeah, they, we were pretty loud, and there were a whole bunch of people. So afterwards, it's kind of like, oh, I feel so bad yeah. now. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it was my fault for sure. <laughs> but she did pound on the door, and this was the first time that she had said anything. And I think her pounding on the door bothered the neighbor downstairs and then they came up <laughs> the neighbor downstairs yes mm-hmm. and this is when you told them that pick up your dog shit because it stinks <laughs> right or else no. i will pick it up and light it on fire no that was later um <laughs> the mexican just came out one is drunk and and so yeah yeah but yeah at that point it was it was like all right everybody be quiet and that, this is that was the oh crap moment, yeah, and the Aww. realization of we should probably. This go is why now. I can't live in apartments, like apartment complexes, because you're it's always gonna right. have that issue. You gotta party it up. Yeah. Ooh, what is this one next? One? Oh man, I gotta. I gotta so get you're gonna it. hate it when people have parties, but then you want to have a party. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think I'm the only loud person there. What? what? Yeah, I really am. Um, because below me, it's sort of a family. Next to me is a couple. Um, and then, like, catty-cornered sort of to me is another family. So I'm, like, the young, loud person there. I'm the asshole, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> because typically in those apartment complexes, youth equates assholiness. Yeah. You're yeah. such a nice person, man. Well, assholiness? I, I'm a yes, nice person. assholiness, because there's holiness hidden in there somewhere. In the ass? In the ass. There you go. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't say that. Michelle did. I mean, I'm a nice person, but like, Ooh, I do like this having... This mad mag is making me mad. I like having company over, and then we're a little loud sometimes. All right. I'm going to pour the next one. This comes in a tiny little bottle. Is a tiny little bottle, but there's you little bottle. Actually, this is this is not even that strong. This is a five point nine percent. This one just smells. This super is sour. a barrel aged beer fermented with blackberries. It's mm. called Nocturne Chrysalis. Is that Chrysalis. how you Chrysalis? Chrysalis? Yeah, it's really that nice. That means that you leave it long enough, you get a butterfly. So this is blend two. From April 2014. So it's been in my cabinet for two years now. You know, the aroma in it is surprisingly good. So, this is something that you do want to age a little bit more. Juan has come in his hands right now. It is beautiful. Yes. What? Mm. Want some water? Yes. Okay. 
I gotta clean my glass. Clean the glass. I'm, I just finished the, the Mad Meg. This is actually a quite sexy bottle. Look at it. It's so tiny. I love it. It's a tiny little bottle. It reminds me of uh, Lord Tyrion from <laughs> yeah, it does Game look of like, Thrones. Like a bottle from Small, <laughs> strong, Smart. full of pep. Likes living. Likes living. Yeah. <laughs> I just compared it to the imp. <laughs> oh, man. Now, this one just hits you right in the taste buds, despite it having oh, been there for two years. Man, that's good. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> that was an orgasm right there. Yeah. I'm just curious. I wonder if uh, Peter Dinklage tastes good. <laughs> let's we gotta tag him in this episode oh my, oh my god, god yes wow people this is good beer cheers cheers, cheers, cheers wow. again Austin, yes to getting drunk on air this one has a really good sour to it <laughs> we don't have the copyright to that guys we don't have a license oh, no. oh come on it was less than 30 seconds what? It wasn't even anything. You guys didn't sound like that. <laughs> oh my god. It was a cappella too. So. <sighs> Man. Wow. Yeah, this is good. This is really good. That's really good. Good job, Jester King. It's still got that excellent tartness, a little mm-hmm. bit of sourness, mm-hmm. a beautiful ruby red coloration okay maggie is officially drunk oh man (laughs) oh my god we're gonna take a picture of what she's doing oh man i can't she was just on her bag with her legs to the air and just like it was like oh life oh yeah like (laughs) oh to be a dog i think it's because we all turned at the same time and laughed at her oh poor thing she's gonna go lie down and pass the fuck out now yes yeah in the She's grass. looking for a spot. The perfect spot. Oh, my God. We need to give her food and water. <laughs> She's starting to I hope nobody calls bit. animal services on me because my dog just got drunk on Jester King. There's going to be a lot of envious people on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so is that dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your dog can drink it, but not me. Me mm. and Sherry. <laughs> All right. Anyways. What yeah, would this... you do with a million dollars? What would I do with? I'd quit working for one. For one? For one. Oh, for one. (laughs) Okay. My boss isn't home. Sorry. She's pooping. Nature happened. (laughs) That's when you have a podcast outside in my patio. This is bound to happen. Anyways, go on. You would be. I would start working. I would quit working for one, and I'd live the exact same way that I do now. Really? I'd I'd probably play a bunch. I'd actually, you know what? I'd go back to. Living the same way that I would live before I got a job. Play video games from like 8 p.m. to 4 in the morning. <laughs> Wake up at like 2 the next morning. Eat, go to karate, come back, repeat. Shower somewhere in there too. Okay. Somewhere. Okay. Yeah, because you're, you're a black belt, right? Yes, third degree black belt. Karate. In karate. I, I teach karate at AKKA Karate USA on Donovan and Artcraft. Excellent place to start. It's cool. We okay. teach karate for kindergartners as well as adults so from three years on three years old all the way up to however old anybody else is cool remember that episode of uh saint phil kramer like learning karate <laughs> have you seen it no <sighs> sorry 
I need to catch up on my Seinfeld. He's coming to town. Like I know. Kramer? Yeah. No, no, Seinfeld. No. Oh, okay. Around the time that this episode is going, is going to be coming out. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool well, keep beans. enjoying because uh, this is this little guy. This beer, it's like Capri Sun for adults, like a wild cherry Capri Sun for adults. It says Marion Blackberries yummy. from Oregon my were added to mature barrel aged sour beer, re fermented to dryness, unfiltered, unpasteurized, and bottle conditioned. When was it made? It, it's blend two from April 2014. 2014. Two years. Yes. I was 25. I weigh. I was 18. Wow. <laughs> no, you were not. <laughs> In what year was this again? 2014. He was not 18. I was a bum at that time. No, wait. I started working that year. Oh. Later that year, actually. October 21st, 2014 is my first day. It was a Tuesday. Oh, wow. Working your nuts. Mm-hmm. Cool. How did you get that job? How, how did you go about doing the nut thing? There was a classified ad in the newspaper that my dad looked, found and sent it to me. He's like, hey, just try, just try applying here. Okay. So I basically, yeah, I just sent in my resume. A couple of days later, I got a call back from, from my boss, who would be my boss when I first started working there. Um, yeah, interviewed, and within two weeks, I had a job. That's really nice. That's pretty sweet. That's a pretty quick process. You work with the rabbi. I do work with the rabbi. Tell us about the rabbi. Um, Why well, do you work with the rabbi? Kosher. So, so at Azar at Azar Nut Company, every single one of our products is a kosher product. And so in order to help ensure that we have a local rabbi go visit the plants, he basically audits us twice a month, making sure that everything there is on an approved list that they know is, is kosher, that's approved by our kosher certifying agency located in New York. And there you go. Can so, we give a shout-out to the rabbi? Yeah, Rabbi Greenberg, this is for you, man. Keep kosher. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this beer kosher? Like, that's a good question. I don't know. Probably I not. don't know. I mean, I if it if it doesn't know. have a kosher symbol on it for intents and purposes, well, look for it's it. Not you know kosher. how it looks. What does a kosher symbol look like? There are diff- it depends because there are so many different kosher certifying bodies out there. There's Circle K. There's OK Kosher. There's Circle U, which is pretty prevalent. Oh, Circle U is actually one of the most prevalent ones. You'll see them on so many different packages of anything you see at the store. There are also like Star K. There's Kof K, which is basically just like some Yiddish symbol with a, with, I don't know, yeah, something like with that a with K. a K inside, yeah, which yeah. means kosher, yeah. I guess this is not I know, kosher. I know the hot dogs that we like, or... Oh, yeah, Hebrew National? Yeah. The best hot dogs in the world, guys. Those are awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, this, I don't think this is kosher. Kosher hot dogs. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Are they made from beef? They're, they must be 100% beef. Yes. Because, yes, no pork. I have some in there. I love Sweet. Yeah kosher yeah that's what i buy so yes um part of my job is to make sure that everything in our plant is registered with our kosher certifying body and making sure that nothing comes into the plant that isn't kosher awesome and then say you know if if people ask me anything related to kosher i guess i guess (gasps) also that was sour some of the projects that we've been working on is to make sure that because in in the jewish dietary law you have to keep dairy and meat separate at all times and then you have a third classification with which is neutral 
So meat, you cannot eat with dairy. And neutral, you can eat with either of them. So a kosher parv is what it's called. Wow. And so a lot of our products don't have dairy in them, but if they're cooked on a piece of equipment that mm. had previously cooked some part of dairy, then is considered a dairy product. So even though there's no butter in the ingredients list, if it's cooked on a kettle or something that you use to cook butter, it becomes a dairy product. No way. Yeah, so you cannot have even the tiniest little bit of, of casein in it. So they're okay. very, very strict about that. Wow. And so that's what actually bumped up the, the visitations by the rabbi. It used to be that he would just come by once a month. But now that we have a dairy room in which we have specific utensils just for dairy cooking dairy products, he has to come by twice a month now to check up, make sure that we're not taking utensils out, we're not bringing new pieces in, making sure oh, that wow. we're keeping it kosher. Keep it kosher. So what kind of uh, kosher products do you make? Every single thing that comes out of Azar's plant is kosher. Everything? Everything. Even though it might not have a symbol on it, we make sure that it's made with kosher ingredients. Do the peanut brittle. Peanut brittle, yes. It, this, this new product that we released relatively recently, I think, you know, the beginning of this year. Actually, no, I think it was late. We started development of that product in the middle of last year, so July of 2015. Wow. We started development of this product called Softer Than Brittle. Now, mm. typical peanut brittles are made with just boiling sugar to get a very crisp candy texture to it. Dump in the peanuts with some baking soda, right? And then you get peanut brittle. Amazing stuff. Wow. And so we, we sell the line that has, you know, it's, we sell peanut brittle. We sell almond brittle, cashew brittle, the pecan brittle, my favorite. There was another one that we started making. I don't know what actually happened to that one, but it was an amazing one. It was made with almond butter instead of peanut butter. <laughs> and it had cinnamon in it. It was so good. I love that one, and I miss it dearly. I don't know if – I don't think we're making it anymore. I think it was just a trial run, but – That sounds good, though. Whenever they were making it, it was absolutely amazing, astonishing. Cool. It is really good. We, we got to try some of Yeah, some we got samples. to try that, and that was yeah, awesome. It, was it goes perfect with whiskey. <laughs> and it's it's vegan friendly, it's kosher, gluten free, and it's healthier for you than regular peanut brittle. Easier on the teeth too. My dog loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Should it? That's all I can say. All right. Well, we have a last question, and then we open the last bottle, and then we can wrap it up and eat. Mm-hmm. Wrap it up. Drunk state of mind. Drunk state of mind. Are you? I'm a little buzzed right now. So, I'm just sort of happy to be here, guys. Yay! Maggie, uh, my what mind is typically, your drunk state uh, of mind? Mag- Maggie's drunk state of mind is poopy and then beer. More beer. Food. <laughs> poopy and then beer. There okay, do we have another over-carbonated <laughs> bottle over there? That's a five stones. It doesn't look it's too not much it's more not that carbonated bad, no. together. No, which one is that? Juan, can you, can you tell us which one you're holding? Berries porridge. Ooh, it's yeah. like Goldilocks type thing. Well, they do that. Um, what's in it? Fun. Lots of fizz. It's okay. It's okay. It's lots of fizz. It's coming in your hand. It's, it's okay. It's wild yeast. <laughs> I think, you know what? Next time, Juan doesn't get to open bottles. They all come in his hand. <laughs> That's what she said. He's got the gentle touch. He's got the touch. He's got the magic uh, touch. Mm. Oats, raspberries, cinnamon, and brown sugar. So oats, oats, raspberry, raspberry cinnamon, cinnamon, and sugar. sugar. So that's why it's called porridge. So, so it's kind of like, you know, so it's oatmeal be in a bottle. and sour? I don't know. We're going to find out. 
I guess probably to add on to that previous question also about sayings. It's not really a life saying per se, but I like saying it anyway, is that all beer is beautiful. <laughs> no, you are beautiful. All beer Aww, is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Baby, you're like my beer. Beautiful. Aww. Strong. Intoxicating. Mm. And good when Ooh. you're inside of me. It smells good. Can't describe it. It's like smelling oatmeal. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, that's right. There's a beer in front of me. Yeah. Really Whoa, good. okay. I smell like, I don't know, Jolly Rancher or something Ooh. like that? Oh, mm. you say raspberries? Raspberry. Oh, man. So it's very similar to the, what is it, the Mad Yeah, El handcrafted with oats, raspberries, cinnamon, and brown sugar. It totally smells to me like some sort of like a Tootsie Pop or like a Jolly Rancher. Tootsie Roll. Like yeah, <laughs> Tootsie Roll. The Tootsie Pop makes it. Yeah. All right, well, this is from Five Stones. This is also in Texas. Um, I don't know how to say that. Cibolo? I don't know. Cibolo. I don't know how to say this. This is like a blind moment for me right now. That's hard on the tongue, but this beer is not. <laughs> I'm very surprised. How After long has this one been there? Um, Same as the others? About yeah, no, this is one year, I think. This is okay. stronger. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is one year. It really takes a toll on the, on the nose, but on the mouth, it's super easy. Lots of carbonation, lots I'm, of fizziness. Yeah, this is really, really good. I feel like I'm cheating on Peter Dinklage over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was the name of the Peter Dinklage one? Nocturnum Nocturnum chrysalis. So yeah, this is very similar to that. Uh, Less tart, more sweet. Nocturnum chrysalis. This is really easy. It's quite tasty. It's um, a bit sweet, Mm -hmm. but But not too sweet in a good way. Not Jolly Rancher, like super strong. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the ABV on this? This one is, let's see if it says. How drunk is it going to get you? <laughs> How quickly? Uh, it doesn't say. Nope. You don't say. You don't say. It doesn't say. Somebody want to go to a. Untapped. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't have interwebs. Uh-oh. Wiffy, go. I choose you. <laughs> Are you playing Pokemon? No, I am not. I've been staying. You're away not playing from Pokemon that. Go. I am not playing Pokemon Go. I wow. Will admit it right here, no, I am not, and I don't think I'm going to. Ralph, not yet. Uh, I caught a Charmander, and then I stopped playing. <laughs> that was like, that was yesterday he at Hovenacker. This was a long time ago. I like I started it up. I was like, okay, I threw a Pokeball at this dude. I'm done. It's good. Yeah. I appreciate augmented reality, but I, as a game. Pokemon Go kind of sucks. I'm sorry. Hater. It's great. It's bringing geeky people together. That's wonderful. Geeky? Geeky. It's getting the geeky oh. people away geeky. from their computers and actually meeting someone in real life. That is true, but also people are dying. Did you hear about those people? That well, <laughs> they know. die? I know a girl got hit because she ran across no, the No, dude, the guys that were in California... They fell off a cliff. They fell off a cliff. While driving? Or no. Pokemon. Freaking Walking. Pokemon. They were walking, walking in the yes. yes. Did they actually die? Yes. Oh, my I God. I think so, yes. yeah. That then, is terrible. And then you got that yeah. stupid little girl who's blaming the game. So now it's like, don't drink and drive. Don't Pokemon and drive. Don't, don't Pokemon and exist. Pokemon. How about this? How about this? <laughs> Just don't be stupid. 
Wait, wait I until think, some I think girl, that's better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think what's happening now is that it's weeding out the population of the stupid people. It's the Darwin effect. It, it could happen the other way around. Like you, then, you'll get you the know, stupid girl uh, blaming Pokemon Go. To don't get me started. With and it's not even the girl too. It's her mother pregnant. too. Oh my god! I got pregnant because it was Pokemon Go and no, shit. No, dude. There was this other girl that got hit by a car, and her mother. Seven point one. Thank you. <laughs> Seven point one. Seven point one. Okay, and then they're like uh, suing the driver. That's insane. Yeah, like that kid that got fat because she ate McDonald's and they were suing McDonald's because Come she got on, fat. Dude, you didn't see that I was playing so, Pokemon yeah, it's Go? Same what? shit. Same bullshit. That's bullshit. But because she was playing Pokemon Go and crossing the street I and she like got this run has over. Happened before she didn't die, though. That, see, and that's a fucked up part. Well, I mean, it's great that she's alive. Um, Not really. Humanity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kind of drunk. <laughs> I will say <laughs> mean stuff. Mean stuff. That's okay. That's why we love you, Richard. Me love, love you a long time. Just be careful out there, guys. It's a dangerous mm-hmm. world. There's full of Pokemon. There's Charizards out there. There's moving cars. There's gravity Pikachus and cliffs. And and but if you see a rare Pokemon out there, and let me know. <laughs> let me know. I'll go get it. Spread the word. David Parrish posted that there was a Pikachu by the flagpole um, next to the Diablo Stadium. <laughs> Go support the Yeah, Diablos. he posted that just now, like a couple of minutes ago. Sure. Well, the cool thing is that Hope and Anchor is a gym. Um, Mesa yes. Street Grill is a gym, apparently. Hoppy uh, Monk is a grill. Hoppy Monk is a grill. A gym. They do have a grill there. They Damn, do. girl, you drunk. <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, there's a lot like go out there, <laughs> go to the bars, play Pokemon <laughs> Go. I think Love Buzz had a Charizard out there at one point. What? Yeah. I think so. Badass. Let's go out there and get some tacos. I know that the White House and the Pentagon, I think, are also gyms. <laughs> That's a little yeah. weird. Yeah. Black Orchid could have been. I don't know why we're not a gym. That sucks. You have to yeah. register your business, I think. I know that yesterday I was at the 306 sessions. In are they a gym too? Um, no, not yet, but I think Richie was actually looking into that oh, while I was there, okay. what you needed to do. And apparently you need to register as a business or something like that. Shout out to Richie Marufo, the host hey, of the hey. most Richie, barbed wire you. open mic series. All right. Well, cheers, guys. Time Thank to wrap it up. We need to eat something. We need to eat, clearly. Cheers. Cheers. And uh, this is fun. This was good. Thank this you, Michael, awesome. for Thank coming Thank you very out. much for having me out here. Invite us. Yes. Do we want people to invite us? Invite I me guess places, they please. do, but I don't know if they want to when I'm this drunk. I'm not <laughs> drunk. I'm not that drunk. Um, let's so, I mean, if you have a bar here in El Paso and you want us to go out there, promote you and your, your specials, your drinks, um, find us on social media. We're inside the Drinker Studio. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter page. Instagram. Just reach out. We'll go to you. Um, Why are you putting your dick next to my head? <laughs> what the hell, Juan? <laughs> my husband has been drinking. So, He's you know. a picture of my head. Support. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is too distracting. Support your, your local businesses. Support, you know, local entrepreneurs. Yes, and listen to the to the previous previous episodes. Episodes, they're a lot of fun. They're Cash, awesome. Fun people. 
if you and can also re- Michael. If you can recommend someone that we should reach out to, let us know. Let us know. If you want to be out there, if you want to, if you want to be featured, you know your drinks. Let us know. So we'll go to you. Cheers, cool beans. All right. Cheers. Thank to you that. very much. We love you all. Good night, <laughs> Neverland. Have a good drink, El Paso. All right. Close it up, Michael. Beatboxing. Come on. Boom, boom.